you so much for tuning in. I hope that wherever you are, you have peace. That you just have peace. It's one of the greatest blessings we can have. You can not be in the best situation, but if you have peace, you will have hope and you'll be able to move forward anyway and continue to learn um, in this journey called life. So thank you so much for tuning in. And this is going to be part two of a series that I'm doing. I titled this series, uh, Saving Black Children. And um, this part two is going to be about finding good examples or creating good examples. Um, I don't know the exact subtitle yet, but this is going to be about how we need to point to good examples and no person is perfect and no person will have it all right but there are some people who are doing some good things and we need to make sure that we show those people to our children and make sure they interact with those people and so forth so as you I mentioned in my last episode I am black and I care about the black community I serve the black community as an educator for over 30 years my business is in the heart of a black community And I care about all people. I just care about humanity. I'm a humanitarian, but because I am black and my experiences have been mainly influenced by black people, I'm talking about them. And of course, that's not to suggest that I don't care about anybody else. And I mentioned this in my last episode, I've been very fortunate enough to meet people from different races, different religions, different religions, different ethnicities. It has been a blessing and my life has been enriched by people from different races, you know, and because of that, I'm a better person. And that's why I don't even talk against certain races or, you know, make sure that I don't have any negative talk. We need to stop that because talking against people is a totally ineffective way for making positive changes in the world. And the way that you make changes is you focus on solutions. You focus on what you want to see and then you work towards making that happen. You do that. Other people, you know, we can't control other people's behavior. And unfortunately, um, you know, good and evil exists in the world. What we can focus on is what we can control. And what we can control is our own good. And so I'm one of those people, I, I try to be an agent of change. That is why my business is where it is. That is why I served as an educator where I served. That was all intentional because I understand that I can focus on do my little part and if everybody does his or her little part we can make a difference um when I was growing up there were people that um came into our communities and they helped us there were people who there were programs that people um women mainly black women you know led that changed my life and so I just want to be like those wonderful examples that I had in my life And I continue to have it even in my adult life. Um, And so that's why I'm talking about examples because when I was an educator, every single job that I had, it was, I know it was God. There was a person on my job 
that became like a mentor for me. Every single job. I wasn't a person that was friendly with everybody. Like I always tried to separate, you know, work from play. But God always strategically had a person in my life on the jobs that I had. You know, when I was going to school, college, just somebody and they were like mentors and they were people that gave me wisdom, gave me guidance, assisted me financially just in every way. And I want to pay it forward and I try to do that myself. And if we all do that, we can build our community. We can reduce some of the negative things in our community and we have to do that by examples. So I just want to put that on the air. This, this whole series is about black children. Um, we're in a crisis state. And, you know, whenever you have a tumor in your body, um, most of the time they need to take it out. You know, because if you don't take it out and it grows, then it could be a matter of life and death. We have some tumors that need to be removed from our community. And in this first part of the series, I talked about the media. And I just want to emphasize this. We don't need to try to fight the people who create the bad media. They're not going anywhere. They're not going to stop creating all this perversion and evil and failing to adequately show us in positive in a positive way. You know, you can see all these different ads, but I just rarely see ads with a happy black man, a happy black woman, and happy children. And, but that's how we got here. <laughs> you know, that is how humans got here on planet Earth. And yet we don't even see it. And it's amazing that you, if you do see a black man, he will be with a non black woman or you will see if you're going to see two black people together they're they're not going they're going to be of the same gender they're not going to be the way we are when we got here and I don't have anything against that but I'm 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 concerned about the balance the lack of balance in media and um what our children are listening to I have said it before and I've said again let people make their songs let people make their videos what we have to do, though, is we have to teach our children what is real and what is made up, what is factual and what has been fabricated. Um, if you try, if a person tried to live the life of a thug, there's only so much, there's only so many places they're going to go to or get to. And one of them is prison. One of them is the cemetery. And, you know, the other one is in a hospital, you know, on the streets. I mean, there's, so that's the reality. But if, if you are, if a child watches this stuff over and over and over again, he or she, she may believe that, you know, this is just fun. And, you know, this is how life is and life is so cool. And this is what you can do. And this is why you've got people, everybody trying to get into the music industry because they have done such a good job of creating this image like this is fun and it's, you know, it's easy and everything's cool. When in reality, those people are paid thousands and millions of dollars to create that image, to have you tricked. So instead of you investing your money in becoming something that could help you and your family, you spend all your time and energy into something that only keeps you 
in debt and keeps you at the lowest tier of society. That's intentional. And so we have to not fall into that situation. Again, I'm not against them. They make their music. That is their form of art. If you take a look at their lyrics and you just print out some of the lyrics of some of these songs, it is absolutely disturbing that we accept it when it's it's so toxic and it's so negative and it's so perverted and low. And we not only accept it, we promote it. We ourselves. And we have to stop it. And we I just believe that we can. And you have to save black children by protecting the, what they see and what they hear and what they experience. And let me tell you, you know, the brain, I mentioned this before and I have to say it on every episode. The human brain, this is science. You don't have to take my word for it. I'm not a scientist. Um, I, you know, I try to read, you know, everything I can and learn what I can. But this is science. The human brain is not fully developed until you're in your early or mid-20s. So that means that the part of the brain that deals with decision-making, that means that you can be exposed to things and still not have the cognitive ability to fully understand the consequences and the outcomes. You know, and it's like, you know, they make, you know, drinking alcohol, it looks so cool. Almost every movie. I mean, I watch a lot of international films too, and it's now in a lot of international They make it look like it's so cool to drink and get drunk. When really, if you abuse alcohol, you're going to have health problems. You're not going to be able to function at your maximum level. You're not going to be productive. You ended up being under the influence while you're on your job or while you're driving. And it just, your life becomes a nightmare. But in the media, they make it seem totally fun. Everybody's cool. Everybody's having a great time. You can't be your best and you're not able to adequately even fight for yourself when you're under the influence like that. So the whole thing is in that last episode, just just a recap, you need to monitor the media that your black child is seeing. Is what they're watching and hearing helping them? Is it teaching them something good that can help them be a better person, be more productive, be polite, be kind? you know, be creative? Is it helping them? If it's not, you need to turn that crap off and let those people make their songs and do their videos and make their movies. But you mind, you, you be mindful about what your children watch. And as I, I mentioned this all the time in my episodes, you know, when I was a teacher, I would wonder why my students would just blurt out, you know, all this perversion and profanity and insanity in my mind and I'm thinking why and then I just started you know researching what they were listening to and what I realized they listened to these lyrics for days and hours when you calculate the number of hours and the time that they listen to this stuff we're talking about thousands of hours and what is in you is the only thing that can come out so that is why you have the evil that you have in the world I personally don't believe that people are born that way. I don't believe they just come out the womb being perverted, being wanting to kill people, wanting to hurt people. I am a person who believes it is based on bad experiences, not having the right experiences, 
It's about what they have gone through. It's about what they've seen and what they've heard. And we have to protect our children and monitor that. And so I'm going to be talking about, this is a seven-part series, and this is part two. I'm going to be talking about examples today. So children come out the womb. They can't take care of themselves. They can't feed themselves. They don't know how to go to the bathroom on their own. It is up to us as adults to take care of them. And we need to protect them. And we need to nurture them. And we need to provide for them. Parenting is so hard. And I know that everybody's talking about Roe versus Wade, and I did an episode on that. Um, We're focusing on the unborn too much. We need to focus on the children who are already here. And we need to make sure that we're taking care of those children. And thousands and thousands of children are dying every day and getting hurt every day because adults are not taking care of the ones who are already born. And so one of the ways that we can change the narrative in our community is we have to start being better examples as adults, as members of the community, as members of the tribe, of the new tribe, however you want to look at it. We have to set the examples that we want children to follow. As humans, we naturally emulate what we see. It, it almost happens on a, like a subconscious level. Like I've seen... I've been in the mall and I've watched parents walk with their children and their children walk just like them. It doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. I can see a mother and I can see the children just walking like their mother or their hand gestures. And my daughter and I do it. And it's something that we, whatever we see, we imitate or we emulate. And so a lot of the behavior that you see is children just being children. They are just doing what they have seen. And I'm so disturbed because about two weeks ago at the mall, and it seemed like it was on the same exact day, there were two mothers, two different mothers. One mother had her two daughters, and the other mother had her two sons. And something happened somewhere in the mall. And both of these mothers just walked up and down the mall, cursing at cursing, talking about people, calling them every single name because their experience, whatever it was, was not pleasant. And I thought to myself, why, okay, let's say they went in a store and something bad happened. Why not just walk out and just say, you know what, I'm not coming here anymore. I got to find somewhere else to go or she was wrong and this is not, you know, use it as a teaching tool. But the example that they set for their children was, If you don't have your way or you have a bad experience, curse people out. Both of them were screaming to the top of their young lungs. And I'm telling you, that can't be good for so many different reasons. But that was the example that they were setting. And you know what those children are going to do? Because we do this, whether we want to or not, they're going to do just what their mothers did until they have the ability to be aware that they are really just emulating the behavior that they know and that they've seen, they're going to they're going to do it. So when they go to school and something happens with another child, happens with a teacher or an adult, they're going to do just what their parents did. And that's how we are as humans. That is human nature. You have to teach children how to do right and wrong. But here's the thing. Most people think teaching is telling. 
That is not so. Telling is one part of teaching. Setting the example is the greatest part of teaching. If you really want to change the community, and this is why I did Media First, is all you got to do is make good look so good that people will start emulating good. See, but that's not, it's going to happen in the mainstream. That's why it's up to us to do it. Again, don't worry about the forest. Just worry about the trees in your backyard. And if every single one of us do that, we can change the narrative in our community. And so you have to make good look so good and so appealing and so rewarding because it is. It really is. And they make it look like the good guys finish last. And yes, you know, when you're trying to do good, it's a struggle because you got, it's a spiritual thing. You know, that, that thing about good and bad, warring each other in the spiritual realm, that's real. This episode is not going to be about that. But yes, when you do good, you're going to have opposition. You're going to have struggle. But you have to just keep doing good. And what you have to do is you have to start to ask yourself, am I behaving in a way that's going to help my children? Many adults, those two young women, each have their own issues and they need help. They need therapy, they need counseling, they need some things to work through. And that's why was, it's just that's why we have to think about the fo- trees in our backyard and not the forest. Because if you start thinking about the forest, you would get overwhelmed. I have gone home and I've cried. My daughter has said, Mom, I don't want to talk about it. Don't don't trouble yourself. Let it go. Because I have literally left my business and was in tears trying to come home just from the different things that I've seen. And, I, and the frustrating thing is that I believe I have hope. If I didn't have any hope, I wouldn't be frustrated. But I have hope that it can get better. And I know what it takes. And it takes, we, we need really a revival. We need, that may need the whole series. We need a revival. But we have to set examples. And when parents cannot be good examples, somebody has to point to some good examples. You know, I know a lot of people, they were, when I was a teacher in the inner city and I was in high school, they would be like first generation high school graduates. And then they took it a step further and they would become first generation college graduates. And then every child that came after them would graduate from high school and graduate from college because the members in their family that came after them, they saw that example. And some of those children in school, what motivated them is they didn't focus on the examples in their community. They focus on the example that they saw at the school. So they saw teachers being righteous. They saw the administrators being righteous. When we had community members come in, every year, you know, they would have a couple of times when they would have guest speakers and they always had a career day or two and it would change children's lives. I know it even changed my life because I'd be sitting there thinking, wow, I didn't know, you know, this existed in the community. What a blessing. And so those examples allowed those first generation high school graduates to focus on good examples. They saw some of them, unfortunately, their parents, you know, suffered from drug addiction. And because they had this drug addiction, they couldn't function. They couldn't take care of them. They couldn't get a job. They couldn't create a business because you have to be sober-minded and you have to be mentally alert 
to produce and to be creative and to be successful. And so that's the trick of the media is that life is one big party and it's all about hedonism and you know you drink and smoke and have sex and do all this crazy stuff but in reality if you really try to live that way that's not a lifestyle that's a death style if you really try to do those things you're either going to be in prison you're going to be in the hospital you're going to be dead or you're going to be on the streets period there's there's nothing to add to that and so in order for us to change the narrative you have to set the examples or find examples. I know for my daughter, anytime I saw someone that I thought was a noble and righteous man, I would point to that person as an example. Here's an example of someone who loves and takes care of his child. Here's an example of someone who has worked to help people or to help the community or to help even his own family. Again, You know, I've changed my focus because in the past, I would be so overwhelmed, so overwhelmed just trying to focus on the forest. But the forest is just too big. The Amazon is just too big. It's thousands and thousands of trees. But if you have one or two trees in your own backyard and you focus on helping those trees to grow strong and to tall, to make sure their roots are deep and strong, then you might have a good garden. You can do something. And that's what each of us has to do. Each of us has to focus on being a good example. And here's the thing. If you're a parent or you're an adult, you are not going to be perfect. I am not perfect. I don't want anybody to think I'm trying to be perfect. Uh, That I suffer from some self-righteous complex. I don't. I know who I am. And I'm not perfect. And I have made many mistakes. I made mistakes as an educator. I made mistakes as a daughter. I made mistakes as a parent. Just business on everything. And so being a good example does not mean that you have to be perfect. Being a good example means you have to strive to do what is right. That's all you have to do is get up and doing right, because some people don't know, believe it or not, right or wrong. Doing right is simply doing the things that help people. Does it build? Does it inspire? Does it encourage? Does it empower? Does it lift? Does it educate? Does it enlighten? That's good. That's being righteous. If it's not doing that, if it's going to cause you to be in the hospital, it's going to end up causing you to be in prison, being broke, being on the streets, and being dead, it's not righteous, period. This is because I don't I'm trying to get away from religion and get into relationship. And when you have relationship with the creator, then you can be righteous. Then you understand, hey, my purpose is to empower, to inspire, to uplift, and all those good things. And so that's all you can do. And then when you make a mistake, I know as a parent, even my daughter is an adult, she's 32 years old. As a parent, I made mistakes in her adult life. And what I tried to show her, when you make mistakes and you fall short, you have to try to correct this mistake. Focus on making the right choice and moving to better, toward better. And you can't undo the past and you cannot reverse what has already happened. You can't undo it. 
So the only thing you can do is say, okay, I made a mistake. I fell short. I shouldn't have gotten involved with this person again or whatever the case may be. I shouldn't have done this or that. I'm going to show you the example of how to redeem yourself and how to correct your mistake. And then you teach your child that, that humans make mistakes. That's an example. We fall short. We get back up and we cannot undo the past or we cannot reverse our wrong, but we can try to move forward. And you have to teach them that people may not forgive them. God will, but people may not. That in with mistakes, there are consequences connected to mistakes. And that you can't escape the consequences, but you can have grace. So, for example, if you go out there and you do something that is illegal, you break the law, you make a mistake, there are consequences of that. That's going to be on your record or you have to pay the price for that, or you have to do the time for that, or whatever. But the good news is, there are examples after examples after examples of people that made some mistakes, and they transformed their lives. And I'm just going to give an example, because he just popped up in my mind, because we sell his autobiography, um, Malcolm X. He was a man who, everything I've talked about in these episodes, He is an example of everything. Grew up, you know, racism, bad imagery, bad example, bad teaching. And he ended up, you know, not being the best human being in the world, not doing the best and being the best. But at a certain point, he became enlightened. And he started to seek out the truth and how to be better. And see, if you search for better, you'll find it. If you search for evil, you'll find it. If you search for good, you'll find it. And so if you want to transform your life and save your black child and save yourself, you can. And so he began to um, read. We know the story of him reading to the point that he um, damaged his eyes because, you know, they in prison, they turn off the lights at a certain time and he was still trying to read. We know that he used religion and spirituality to become enlightened and to become focused. But you have to be an example. And he was an example for his community, for his children. They didn't always follow his example. And again, some of that is by design. We have to resist. See, and I want to emphasize this. Every time you try to do good, your spiritual enemy is going to be mad. And and the struggle is going to get there. And you have to resist evil. You have to submit to God. You gotta submit to God. You gotta have solitude with God. You gotta talk to Him. You gotta listen to Him. You gotta think about Him and focus on Him, the Creator. Because you cannot take your next breath without Him. And you have to resist evil. But you cannot resist evil without God. And every day, this is why these people that I talked about in my first episode, and a little bit in this episode, every day they're offered money to create things that destroy young gullible and influenceable minds. Every day they're given money to do that. Some people would be poor before they would do that. They wouldn't take that money. But some people, they're going to take that money. Now, some take it and then they, they try to have a plan. Okay, I'm going to take the money, but then I'm going to try to do good on the side. And they shut that down. So look, you hear about these people trying to, these musicians, they start trying to do good. And they say, you know, they don't found some charge on them. You know, they're about to do something up to put them back in prison. It's real. 
But again, you can change everything by looking at the trees in your yard. By number one, we said in the first episode of this series, monitoring that media. That media is creating certain kinds of behavior if you let it. Number two, you as a parent, as a caring adult, is the most powerful and the most influential teacher in your child's life or in children's lives. And you must be an example. All you can. You don't have to be perfect. You will fall short. But you have to strive to be righteous, to do right. And when you make mistakes, you have to be an example of courage to change and to transform and to redeem and to recover and atone. That is also one of the most powerful examples of humanity. So I'm running out of time. This is part two of Saving Black Children. This is going to be on my website at some point. Um, yeah, there's a page called Messages for the Descendants. These are the descendants, descendants of Native African slaves. And we, I'm trying to just put my two cents and share some things that can help us. Don't fight against. Advocate for what is right. Focus on the solutions. And then take action on making those solutions happen. And that is when you will see effective change. Well, peace and abundant blessings to you tonight and always. Take care.